Now that we're airing High Now Daily Live every day, let's tell everyone where they can find us. Okay, for starters, we're live on TV on K5 and KGMB. YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Streaming Live. Wait, does that mean Roku? Live. You're kidding. Apple TV? Live. Okay, what about Amazon Fire? Live. Even the H&M? <laughs> live. Great. Plus, we're turning it into a podcast so people can listen while they're on the go. That's right. We'll keep the energy up, and we'll see you there. Join us for the new Live High Now Daily, weekdays at 3. This is Hawaii News Now Sunrise at 5. Yacht still launched on a reef in a beloved Maui Bay. Uh, you can see that yacht is still there in a Maui Bay. Gonna tell you how long is expected to stay there. Also, nearly 500 workers going on strike at three hospitals in Maui County. Howard Dykus breaks down the breakdown in negotiations between hospitals and workers. Rail construction relief. Some businesses along Dillingham Boulevard could get much needed help as the long delayed and over budget project impacts their bottom line. Casey Lynn reports on a measure being considered today. Those stories coming up, plus where McPlant nuggets are being offered on the McDonald's menu and whether you'll be able to order them anytime soon. Hopefully in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something different, something for everyone. Yeah, yeah, you know. All right, we got the first alert weather and traffic team. How's it, guys? I think Guy and I don't know how to act today because right now it's it's a little calm. But we've been doing it's with been really busy for you guys. I know. Today. Yeah, luckily, I know. Yeah, luckily things are settling down. No first alerts. Relax. We say bye bye to that storm system. Although it's still a little on the close to, to Kauai, there's still some thunderstorms within view. But the but for the most part, we are saying aloha, afanda aloha to that uh, big stormy storm system. But like I said, it's still kind of close to Kauai, and there are still some thunderstorms firing up just to the southwest of the Garden Island. Look at all that heavy rain. But on the current trajectory, most of that heavy rain is on track to pass well to the south of Kauai. And there will be some passing showers from time to time today with the breezy trade winds that are taking over. So windward areas will pick up some rain. That's what we have this morning, especially uh, damp look at along the, uh, the commute routes uh, into the into townside from the windward side. Very dry for the leeward areas. And you can see Maui County not picking up much at all except a little damp along the Hana Highway. And then for uh, the Big Island, still out in Volcano, they got some showers, but the corner side and most of the island remains dry. And like I said, it will be a windy day today. In fact, today starts a long run of very windy conditions. But enjoy today. We'll still see a fair bit of sunshine. High temperature still on the cool side, though. Only about 79 in Honolulu. Speaking of wet roads, let's check out Lacey Denise. And we can see that in our traffic cameras, Guy. Let's show you the slick conditions we've got along Lique Lique Highway. That windward commute toward downtown and pretty much all the route to the tunnels are going to be a little slick, like Guy had mentioned. So be extra careful. So far, not seeing any heavy ponding. But we'll let you know if that changes. I do want to let you know about a road closure happening over in Kalihi. Overnight, we had a 12-inch water main break on a portion of Huff-Tailing Street. Right now, Hufftailing completely shut down between Konia Street and Kealia Drive. This is on the diamonded side of Kamehameha Shopping Center. Board of Water Supply asking drivers to avoid the area while they're making repairs or use an alternate route if possible. As we take a look at the flow map, everything's looking green. We are moving up to speed on those major thoroughfares. I'll have a look at your updated drive times coming up next. That's a look at your first alert traffic. Stephen Grace, back over to you. All right, thanks, Lacey. A 94-foot yacht that ran aground off West Maui is still stuck this morning and will likely stay there for days. Officials, though, say that fuel leaks into Honolulu Bay appear to have stopped. It's unclear just how much fuel spilled into the ocean. 
By yesterday afternoon, the sheen was gone, but officials say they could still smell the fuel in the air. For now, crews have set up barriers around the boat to contain any remaining fuel. State and federal agencies, along with private contractors, are trying to remove the yacht called Nakoa. But before it can be removed, all of the fuel, the batteries, and any other pollutants on board must be removed, which may require a helicopter. Once that is done, they say they can start working on a salvage plant. The boat's owner has apologized and told us that he was moored in the bay over the weekend because he was unaware there is a two and a half hour time limit. He says his mooring line snapped as he was about to leave, adding that negligence was not a factor. Community members, though, are still upset. I wouldn't put my boat on a mooring like that, let alone go to sleep at night and not monitoring or have some sort of, you know, like every boat has an anchor alarm, particularly boats like this. So that is a little negligent there, in my opinion. Grossly negligent. Honolulu Bay is in our marine life conservation district. It's got a wealth of marine life. Uh, it's important environmentally, ecologically, culturally. You know, we understand that accidents happen, but also it shouldn't have been there in the first place. No people were hurt in that grounding. DLNR says after an initial underwater survey, divers think about 30 coral and live rocks were damaged. Now to that environmental disaster in Ohio. It has been nearly three weeks since a train derailed, releasing toxic chemicals into the air and the water. Now the transportation secretary is apologizing and pushing for change. Jared Hill reports. More than two weeks after the fiery train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, released toxic chemicals into the air and water, Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg admits he waited too long to speak. I uh, could have spoken sooner about how strongly I felt uh, about this incident, and uh, that's a lesson learned for me. He's now pushing for new regulations along America's railways and promising a visit to the site in the future. Former President Trump is planning a trip today to the community still worried about their health. <laughs> With a toast from the tap, Ohio's governor and the head of the Environmental Protection Agency are trying to show residents the water is safe to drink. The state's EPA says they've helped test the air in more than 500 homes so far and levels have come back normal. However long it takes, we're going to work to earn your trust. The EPA is making it clear rail operator Norfolk Southern will be responsible for the cost of cleanup. The company has already committed more than $6 million to the community. Republican Governor Mike DeWine is pushing for more federal action. There is something fundamentally wrong when a train like this can come into a state and the current law does not require despite what they were hauling, does not require them to notify the state or local officials. That call for change has growing bipartisan support. Jared Hill, CBS News, New York. The ongoing rail work along Dillingham Boulevard is still years away from completion. That's hurting several businesses in the area. On our Casey Lennis live this morning in Kalihi to tell us about a proposal to help these struggling businesses. Casey, what's going on? Yeah. Good morning, guys. If you live or work in a place that takes you down Dillingham Boulevard here in Kalihi, you've definitely noticed this construction. One of the biggest complaints that we get from drivers is that the 
turning left has been prohibited for this stretch of construction that uh, begins at Laumaka Street down by Kamehameha Highway, uh, crosses Kapalama drainage uh, toward Honolulu Community College. A lot of businesses are saying that that is affecting their bottom line. That project is well underway. Again, it began a few months ago. And essentially, the goal is to relocate some of the utilities here if it's completed on time, that work will last through the year 2026. Again, uh, it's a huge contract that was awarded to construction company NAN Incorporated to the tune of nearly a half billion dollars. Today, the Honolulu City Council will consider Resolution 22-281. That would essentially put pressure on the rail authority, Hart, to pitch in uh, to a fund that would compensate businesses impacted by that construction. It's important to note that this isn't a new idea. It was suggested back in 2018 and even funded at one point, but the city never took the steps to create a program that would actually distribute that money to business owners. Another point to remember is that today's measure is just a resolution, meaning even if it passes, it doesn't necessarily mean those businesses will see any money right away possibly ever. The city and Hart have gone back and forth disagreeing over who should be responsible to contributing to that fund and, and really supporting the businesses here in Kalihi that are impacted. And then you have to think about the impacts that will be happening downtown when that rail project moves that way years ahead. So this morning we're going to be reaching out to Hart as well as the city as the city council considers that resolution later today. We'll keep you updated and we'll work to talk to some businesses that have Said it really is impacting their bottom line. They're not happy necessarily with how the city or the rail authority is supporting them during the construction. Guys, we'll send things back to you for now. All right, thanks, Casey. It's 509 right now. Maui County has a hospital strike after all. Morning, Howard. Good morning, guys. For a few days, it looked like this might be avoided. Kaiser had made one final offer to hundreds of Maui hospital workers represented by the United Public Workers Union. UPW agreed to put the proposal before the voters. The, the workers voted Monday and Tuesday, but they voted not to take the deal. Details of Kaiser's offer not made public while union leaders were briefing members, but we do know that UPW members include some of the lower paid hospital workers, by definition those hit hardest by recent high inflation. UPW local head Kalani Warner. Our response to them is we're going to welcome them at the table, we'll be waiting for them, and we'll be willing to accept their next offer to the members. To, we will definitely take it back to them to take under consideration to see what the next vote and the results will be. Maui Health says it has a contingency plan to reduce the disruption to hospital operations. The strike begins in one hour. Matson logs a smaller profit and sees less container traffic this year as well. Matson says cargo shipping is down to Hawaii and Alaska and Guam. China Express, compared to year before, was down 47 percent. Result, a fourth quarter profit of $78 million on $802 million revenue. That's $78 million compares to $395 million a year earlier when revenue was half again more. Airline security news. TSA intercepted a Louisiana man trying to board a New Orleans flight to Houston with a Palmetto assault rifle and 163 rounds of ammunition in his carry-on. TSA last year stopped 6,600 firearms at checkpoints. On Wall Street this morning, after losing 700 points yesterday, the Dow this morning is up not quite 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get, a, get nervous about bringing shampoo on my carry. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I know. Yeah, some of the, some of the airline uh, 
industry websites and reporting of this were really were kind of having fun with it. Like, what yeah. did the guy forget? Uh, apparently. <laughs> I, I stopped at the shooting range on the way to the airport, and I yeah. clean, clean <laughs> forgot it was in my bag. <laughs> All right, thanks, thanks, Howard. Well, it's hard to find affordable housing in Hawaii. Yeah, we're gonna tell you how the problem is now preventing healthcare employees from working here. And all that rain across the state means snow on the mountain. We're gonna show you how much fell in recent days. Welcome to the High Now Kitchen, where we're cooking up a new recipe for High Now called High Now Daily. First ingredient, the host you know and love. That's right, mixing local fashion experts, family events, restaurants. But I feel like we need something just a little more spicy. Yeah, I got it. Let's do it live. A whole hour of us going live? Well, that does sound spicy and a little bit dangerous. Hey, it was either that or ghost peppers. Let's do it. Let's go live. Join us for the new live High Now Daily every weekday at 3 on K5 and KGMB. Now, first alert weather with Guy Hugg. Check out that vast expanse of snow spotted on Mauna Loa. This is a video from a flyover yesterday on Hawaii Island. Jacob Vandeveld caught a ride with the guys from Paradise Helicopter to capture this incredible perspective. Yeah, they got a lot of snow, man, up there. And it's still visible today, so enjoy the remnants of that, the big storm. And luckily, we're saying bye-bye to the storm. However, as that storm pulls away, it's also going to pull into it some pretty, pretty strong winds. In fact, we're in for a long run of very windy conditions. Take a look. Even right now, over in Koi, the winds are running about 20 miles an hour. Those are sustained winds. There's some stronger gusts here and there. And the winds are only going to get stronger throughout the day. And today is just the start. If anything, the winds will get slightly stronger tomorrow. Uh, this is this morning at 10 a.m. Notice those orange and yellow streamlines. That indicates winds upwards of 30 miles an hour, and we're in for a long stretch. Look at that timeline. All the way in through Monday, those winds will be very strong. In fact, we're thinking the winds will be even stronger on Monday and Tuesday than they will be over the next several days. So today, we'll still see some leftover showers here and there, mainly for the windward sides of Kauai and Hawaii Island. And here on Oahu, as well as over in Kauai, we'll have partly sunny skies. Uh, so we're saying bye-bye to that big storm system, finally. Now let's check on traffic. How's it looking out there, Lacey? And got to head out to Windward, Oahu, a first alert for drivers traveling through Heia. We've got a vehicle fire that has shut down Kamehameha Highway in both directions. I'm told by HPD that this is right next to the Heia Kea Boat Harbor. So whether you're heading to or from the Kaneohe Windward neighborhoods, avoid Kamehameha. You can stick with Kahekili instead. I called HPD a few minutes ago. They tell me that HFD, HPD, they are on scene. And they're not sure how long this closure will last. So we'll let you know as soon as Kamehameha Highway is able to reopen there in Heia. Let's take a look at those drive times. No other closures to report from the west. We're looking at a light 30-minute drive from Makakilo, from the central parts, and Mililani, a 30-minute commute. And from east Honolulu and Hawaii Kai, about a 20-minute drive. That's the latest on your first alert traffic. Stephen Grace, back over to you. Thanks, Lacey. Thanks, Guy. The Kona Community Hospital is racing to find homes for another round of traveling nurses who are arriving in less than a month. But they're faced with a shortage of affordable rentals. Investigative reporter Allison Blair has more. No affordable housing. It's an ongoing issue that's led to some caregivers actually canceling their contracts, a situation that can jeopardize the community's access to health care. Now hospital leadership is asking residents for help. While visitors are often drawn to Kona for its calm waters and breathtaking beauty, some aren't coming for vacation. 
I got here in July of 2022. Greta Dasboy is a registered nurse. This is a place I've been to twice so far. The 32 year old travels across the country working in understaffed hospitals that need help. She's just one of 123 traveling caregivers currently employed at Kona Community Hospital, which is way over what we've ever had before, and it's still not enough. Next month, that number will increase to more than 150, nearly 20% of the hospital's entire workforce. If we don't have these nurses, we can't provide the level of care that we want to provide to our patients. A necessity that's become increasingly harder to find. It's expensive to get here. It's expensive, expensive to stay here. And you also have to rent a car. It's why hospital staff started this Facebook page. KCH Travelers looks to connect caregivers with furnished rental units and rental cars. Now they're urging residents and real estate agents in and around Kona to advertise their open units as soon as possible. The next round of travelers is expected to arrive March 20th. A lot of our agency staff either travel with families or they travel with other agency staff. So we have people looking for like studio apartments all the way up to three bedroom houses. Meanwhile, hospital leadership says it's looking for more long term solutions, recently acquiring its first rental unit. It's a little two bedroom, one bathroom apartment that we've been able to get furnished and ready for um, rent. And we're hoping to be able to get somebody in there in this next month. It's a start but nowhere near what's required to fill the immediate need. We would love to have 150 places that we could continually have open and ready for our staff. With no place to live, caregivers could cancel their contracts, putting the public's access to health care at risk. I mean, we're having to do overtime for our own staff and burnout is a real thing. Contracts for those traveling caregivers typically start at 13 weeks and can be extended up to a year. If you have a furnished unit that's available, head to our website, hawaiinewsnow.com, and there you'll find a link to the KCH Travelers Facebook page. Allison Blair, Hawaii News Now. 518, it's Wednesday on Sunrise on KGMB, KHNL, and K5. Still ahead, serious deals for big screen releases. Now that we're airing Hi Now Daily Live every day, let's tell everyone where they can find us. Okay, for starters, we're live on TV on K5 and KGMB. YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Streaming Live. Wait, does that mean Roku? Live. You're kidding. Apple TV? Live. Okay, what about Amazon Fire? Live. Even the HNN? <laughs> live. Crazy. Plus, we're turning it into a podcast so people can listen while they're on the go. That's right. We'll keep the energy up and we'll see you there. Join us for the new live Hi Now Daily weekdays at 3.